You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using, and of course... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, Twitch room. Yes, we are your NXT friends. Friends. Yeah, that's what we are. And we'll always be your NXT friends. Yeah, out of all, what's wrong? <laughs> out of all the times I've watched NXT, NXT. Yeah. I feel like tonight was the night that broke me. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. If, 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 if it was different. This show is brought to you by Who the Fuck Is That Guy? <laughs> who the fuck? Yeah. How many Snoop Dogg? Who? Who? Like who? every every scene who are these in this people? show, we were just... What show this? is this? Is this Cino? Cino, who is this? Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it. But right off the bat, definitely. NXT 2.0. Take a shot every time they say 2.0. You would be hammered by oh, boy. midway. Every other yeah. second. Uh, yeah, we talked about last week there was a wedding. We still had some some names that we kind of knew, but this feels like a brand new reboot. Yeah. Big Brother, Saved by the Bell reboot kind of weird thing where it's the new whole season, the new, new class, characters. NXT first class. Not first class, but like, yeah. Yeah. NXT last class. Uh, definitely, definitely a way different show, uh, this year. Um, this week, sorry, not this year. As it's going to look different this year, so it's yeah, it's it's definitely something that we'll have to talk about because this episode felt so Twilight Very different, Zone, a lot more so than last week. Um, yeah. Which uh, obviously, obviously, last week we had some new faces, but yeah, this definitely felt like the kind of hard reset this week. This felt like it. This felt like your new season 
of of talent, of new people, of fresh fresh faces, and kind of out with the old, really, because there wasn't much familiar. There weren't many familiar faces, no, not really. At all. So, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting episode. Uh, there's a lot going on, of course. Follow us at Up Next Podcast on uh, Twitter, Instagram for all the stuff, uh, because we we do BD Elite, which is AEW Dynamite. That's where we chat about that every week. We go live on Twitch tomorrow. We won't be going live on Twitch. No. Um, we uh, just keep an eye on our socials, I'd say, for AEW, for BD Elite, because we're actually going to be at Dynamite and Rampage yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, Arthur so, Ashe, Grand Slam. So the show is going to drop at some point, at some time. But we're, we're bringing not, our gear. We're not committing to doing a show immediately after yeah. Dynamite tomorrow. So we'll probably do a show sometime during the week, but yeah. that'll drop uh, sometime. You, wait, you're saying you want to go live with it still? No, just upload oh, it. We could go, I mean... Why not? Your hotel got yeah, Wi-Fi. See right? how the Wi-Fi is, but true. All right, but we will be obviously talking about BD Elite. Uh, sorry about AEW and Grand Slam. Our experience of going to the event, yeah, and so, Arthur Rash. So we're super excited. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be there this time tomorrow. Yes, we'll, be, we'll not be in the BDE. We'll be in Arthur Ashe Stadium. We both tested negative for COVID. Yeah, we're good. Going on a plane plane uh, tomorrow. Are you packed? Yeah. Are you? No, instead I watched Brick Breaker and <laughs> Paint. I'm not packed at all. No. We normally, by the time we normally right finish now. doing this show, it's about one. And I, I know I've got to get up at about five. Yeah, we're probably, I'm probably going to sleep for like an hour. Yeah. So a, bit uh, of a little nap. So. Power nap. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited to do this show because with, with, with just going to it because it looks like they've created this spectacle almost mm. uh, with Arthur Ashe. And of course, Daniel's. Danielson versus Kenny sounds amazing. So we'll yeah, be talking all about stacked that. card. Both shows yeah. looks huge. Yeah, it um, looks nuts. Can't wait. And uh, yeah, we'll get to hang out with some people in New York. So that's super fun. Follow yeah. the socials as we, well. We're actually going to plan. Uh, I think we've been looking up where to go before the show. And yeah. if you are in the area and going to Arthur Ashe tomorrow, I think we're going to Kelly's Pub. Yeah, about four p.m. We haven't like asked them or anything. We're no. just going to show up. So I, show there's up. only a few of you that reached out. So we'll have a little bit of a party there. Uh, but again, at Up Next Podcast and follow us and stuff. Or ask. A few people have hit me up. So feel free to yeah. hit us up and uh, we'll let you know when we're there. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we'll be doing that and then we'll be doing BD Elite. But we do a Patreon. So that means we're away for a week. We decided to kind of bank some shows. Mm. Uh, we just did last week. Uh, what did we do last week? We did a Was Next. We did Was Next. Yeah. May 22nd, 2013 of NXT. Yeah. We did a Brain Busters. Arn and Tully, best match ever. That was a really fun one. Uh, I'm not familiar. Like, obviously, I'm familiar with Arn and Tully being talked about and obviously them in AEW, but I haven't ever really gone back and watched much of their stuff. So it was really, really fun actually going back, watching that. Yeah, especially the Rockers feud. Oh, yeah. Arn and Tully and the Rockers is basically FTR Young Bucks. Yeah. So we cover a few of those matches and talk about some history there. Uh, and then we have a Up Yours world champ patron, Matty B., He's come back. He's selected Heavyweights, this 1995 Disney movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. Ben Stiller. It's amazing. You finally watched it. Yep. We talked all about it. That's super fun um, in, our, in our movie book club kind of thing with Up Yours. Super fun. That's going to be out this week. But this weekend, apparently... I wasn't. I only believed you. You told me Extreme Rules is this weekend. Next weekend. I believe it's this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You'll still be in New York. Yeah. Uh, we're letting the inmates run the asylum this week because we can't have a main roster WWE pay per view right. without an up next watch along. Exactly. So there will be a, a watch along this Sunday, but neither you or I will be taking part of it. 
we've got. But then it made me sad, you know? It made me sad because I couldn't be talking about things that were extreme. I know. So what are we going to talk about instead? We're going to talk about ECW One Night Stand 2006. <laughs> just to get our fix of extreme this year. Yeah, uh, it's all because I did some digging and my mom. My mom's like, hey, I have some of your shit in my basement. And she didn't say it like that. She's a sweetheart. But she's like, hey, do you want to look at some of this stuff? So she had One Night Stand 2006 poster. I don't mm. know. What, I remember buying it online. So it's up here in our in our new apartment, and it looks really cool. And we're like, hey, Extreme Rules is coming up. Why don't we watch something that's extreme? So reviews from the six. ECW, One Night Stand, 2006, RVD, John Cena, all that jazz. Uh, and we, we recorded that today, so that's going to come yeah, out Yeah, fun week. show. First yeah. time I'd seen it. So. You've never watched this no, event, guys. No. How so, crazy is uh, that? Really enjoyed this one. Yeah. And, and I, I think we had a pretty good discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to wa- hang around this Sunday for Extreme Rules... Hang out with the crew. I believe what Dickie Bird's gonna be running the joint. There's gonna be who's who's showing up. For uh, this? We've got Eric Marcotte, uh, main we event. Have Eric Marcotte, John Cena, damn, and we have the Ginger Ninja himself, Dan Reed, on the on the watch along for Extreme damn. Rules. Should I go to John's house and do it with him? I mean, he will be there. <laughs> <laughs> you will still be in New York. Uh, yeah, so hang around for that on the Twitch and all that stuff. And shout out to Dickie Bird and all those guys and. Uh, hang around for that as well. But if you want to hear the Extreme Rules 2006, you want to hear the best match ever, all that stuff, that is on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash up next. Only five bucks. You get access to so many shows. We might even record a behind the BDE while in New York. Yes. This could be game changing. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so many shows. It's only five bucks for North American tier to get access to all the best match ever, retro NXT reviews, all that stuff. Super cool. Uh, Go check us out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, you say so many shows. There have been so many shows in this last week since we've recorded. I feel there's so much we need to talk about. Yeah, I we've mean... We've got uh, the G1 started. We've yeah. got Dark Side of the Ring. What's that? Never where, heard about that. Yeah. Where, where, where should we start? Yeah, there's obviously... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm torn as a wrestling fan, if you guys listen. Uh, yeah, Ric Flair, one of my favorites, uh, mm. easily. We've done many shows covering we literally just talked about him with the Arn and Tully on yeah. that show but we we love Ric Flair here and big fan but this Dark Side of the Ring episode got me feeling some type of way definitely as mm-hmm. as of many wrestling fans and rightfully so so yeah this is another we're, we're wrestling fans not even just wrestling fans but as culture and people right now in any sort of entertainment we're like used to this yeah like yo we canceled Hulk Hogan it was done it's done it's been done we can do it to other people. And, well, we've done it to Ric Flair. But rightfully so. No, I, I think – I don't like that at all. We've, we've done that to Ric Flair. No, no, no. Sorry, no, sorry. sorry. Like, yeah, there yeah, are yeah, consequences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you don't you're get absolutely. women to touch a dick when you, they yeah. don't want to. Yeah, yeah. You sorry. Know, I'm we not, haven't yeah. done anything to yeah. Ric Flair. I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying it like that. But I'm saying it like, like this. That's, that's easy for us to do, to do clearly as a mm. culture. Because if, if we don't like something that you have done, we make it clear. Mm. And we, we won't, like, support you. And – and yeah, that puts us in enough, another situation as fans where, well, shit, for the last 30 years, I've watched this guy and I've been a huge fan. And now I go, you're, you, you seem like a piece of shit now. And, I, yeah. and now we, we, we got to do that thing where we separate art from the artist because this person – wrestling is such a strange blur of reality and, and these real life – these real mm. life people and then the fake aspect of yeah. it, right? And – of course, Ric Flair has been this character, but dude, I swear like three, four years ago or something like that, he did an angle where he grabbed Becky Lynch and kissed her in the middle yeah. of the match. And now you're telling me that there's like 
he does this in real life. That's soup. That makes me feel gross as a fan. It's like when I listen yeah. to a bunch of music, my favorite band, Crystal Castles, all their lyrics were super fucked up. And then it comes out that there's a bunch of uns- un- upsetting stuff mm. that has happened through the years and the band is disbanded. And yeah, but all the lyrics were about that stuff. I'm like, well, that's kind of, that makes me feel weird. Cause here I am watching this form of entertainment. Uh, it's, it, it's very strange. Ric Flair is someone who's like, been a hero to to a lot of people and after watching that episode i of dark side of the ring it was the the flight attendant that i like felt what she was saying i i didn't i i i just kept thinking of of someone that i know in my life that was would be telling me the story and how upsetting it made me feel and I not once. I know there's stuff out there. People are saying she's got rec- criminal records and all this stuff. It doesn't take away from the fact that no, it doesn't. She, yeah, it doesn't. Other yeah, stuff from happening. Yeah. So this whole thing just has has me as a wrestling fan and as someone who like has been a fan of Ric Flair. It it is upsetting and it hurts, but I uh, I have no problem being like, yo, we need to we need to stop this boys club stupidity shit. Absolutely. Like like I I cannot understand how this stuff still continues to go on of course like wrestling fans wrestling is totally that that way for so long we all grow up being wrestling fans we hear stories of of all sorts of stuff randy orton taking shits in people's Mm. bags and we laugh well that that was someone's bag you know what i mean yeah i think even as um as fans you, you do it where you you hear these stories like every time i've heard stories about the plane ride from hell it's been funny you know, they've even right. done stories the on cartoons. the network of like Rick like, exposing himself, but it's for the boys and it's a joke and all that. And you kind of, and it wasn't until you, I heard from, uh, sorry, what was her name? Heidi, um, the flight attendant, yeah. where it kind of bought, gave it more of a reality. And then I'm thinking so much of this stuff is fucking weird. Like think about like your, I don't know, 50 year old boss at work. If he was doing that on a plane, you'd think this guy's fucking weird. And it's just, it's just because we think of them as these wrestlers and this was the boys club and all that. But it's, I, I completely believe the, uh, the flight attendant. She, yeah. And also just, I, I know Flair's come out denying it. Heidi Doyle. Thank you, Jake. In the, in the chat room. Yes. Uh, I know Flair's since come out denying it. You think you were drinking hard liquor for, at least seven, seven hours. hours before the flight even took off. Sorry, I, I'm inclined to believe the person who's stone cold sober doing their job. I don't know. It's it's very odd. Like obviously, it's it's a huge name, um, and things like the Woo has already been taken out of the WWE. I noticed they're watching NXT tonight. Yeah. yeah, but you wonder what kind of consequences are there are going to be. I find it very interesting that. Flair very recently left WWE. I him talking on the Renee podcast, he was saying about shit's gonna come up essentially. So he knew he he knew and he was prepared for this. Um, but like, what are it, it feels like Tommy Dreamer's got the worst end of the stick, and yeah, I don't think what Dreamer said was right at, at all, right? But I also think people can misspeak and not it, it sounded like to me he was being a mark for rick flair you know he was just yeah and standing up and i'm not condoning that at all but so far it's like well tommy dreamer's pretty much lost his job and what is happening to rick flair 
Yeah, you I know? mean, yeah, I mean, if this was WWE, he lost they, a woo on WWE. Like, if he was in WWE, he'd be released one hundred percent, or put on like something. Something mm. would happen definitely. If like like a week ago before this happened, I was like, oh, he's gonna come out at Arthur Ashe, or there's gonna do. They're gonna be. You're gonna see Rick on AEW. Yeah, not at all now. Not, not at anymore. all. They would not touch him, and rightfully so. And just all of it, like you just feel it again. It's like the whole speaking out thing. You just feel dirty as a wrestling fan. That's what I mean. And it makes even, me uncomfortable. Uh rightfully so though like yeah. that's what i'm saying and like, even jim Ro- like i found this stuff with jim ross fascinating hmm. um because he's kind of speaking from the office point of view of wwe and he he paints himself as in as the the gun for hire almost like he just does what he's told to do um but the whole stuff with how why did rick flair get away with this yeah and he seemed a bit dumbfounded by the question as well. And uh, and to ad- for him to admit, like, he was a made man. He had a past. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but you know what? As a fa- Like, again, as a fan of just not wrestling entertainment, Ric Flair was such a big name in wrestling. Yeah. He's like the godfather of wrestling, really. Like, he's the, he's the goat to a lot of people. And he's from a, a different era. And again, this, like, times have definitely changed for the better. But all these actors that we, like, know mm-hmm. and grow up have crazy history of worse things mm. not as bad things and worse things and it definitely takes like this this era where and now where people now can come out and like say things i i'm wondering why the the plane ride from hell was always like this almost like a joke of a story we didn't know the full thing we knew brock lesnar and mr perfect were fighting a little bit we you knew know, michael hayes had his hair cut off yeah like, it, like you're right like it, it 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 it's like okay cool but what actually happened and then it's it's also the fact where, well, now th- th- there, I, there was something about being paid off. I know there was money to like. Well, there were NDAs. Yeah. 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 Um, so she, uh, Heidi Doyle, had a settlement. So I, I assume she's breaking that by uh, yeah. speaking this. But as yeah. she says on the thing, it's like she felt she didn't feel it was right being paid off. Right. But she got paid something, off. But she got paid off. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, no that's it's still it's as a wrestling fan and just anyone in entertainment and stuff like that, but more specifically wrestling as fans, we all go, well, if that's about the airplane one, what's the truth about that one? (laughs) The Saudi airplane one. (laughs) And that one and that one. Uh, Sorry. Like a lot of people this week have go, okay, sorry, I got to put my, get rid of my robe, Ric Flair robe or, or whatever. But Soon it's going to be your Stone Cold tees. Soon it's going to be your HPK tees. Like, they're going to dig and find this. These people who make this show are going to dig and find things that yeah. we don't want to know, but we probably should know. I don't know. What I found fascinating is when you're watching it and you go, hmm, the only likable person here is Just Incredible. Shout out Just Incredible. Shout out Just Incredible. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's tough being a wrestling fan when all our heroes are just, you know. Yeah. Carnies and sickos and I don't well, now know. they just like video games and stuff. It's yeah, what happened to the guns and the knives? Well, there was, did you see the Rene Dupree? Uh, Rene Dupree interview. Yeah, he came out about um, people uh, like he was bullied like yeah. back then, and like Undertaker just allowed it and found it, it was on his. Better orders. cancel his Netflix special. Yeah, like 
That like yeah, he said they took his uh I think it was his flag or like a national jersey or oh, something what? and like shot on it and Jeez. like did all that. See what I mean? Like we're 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 in an it's era hazing. Ah, <laughs> fucking locker room talk. But can you imagine at work? Like if I just shat in a co-worker's bag right, or right. something. That's what I mean. Just like for the lols. Like it's so weird. We're in this like accountability thing era where it's like if you do something, it'll it'll get you'll you're gonna pay for it. Like mm. you will not be able to just go and work. Like there's um, a recent wrestler, Travis Banks, mm. tried to he not tried. He wrestled on Bandito's show. Well, the internet made sure that that wasn't cool. Guess what? He ain't being booked again. Yeah. That's just like yeah. again the cancel culture. Of course, people can change. Of course, there needs to be people held accountable for the th- bad and terrible things that they do. But there is definitely like. Okay, did Undertaker shit in someone's bag? Did he kill someone? Did he, like, uh, do some terrible yeah. shit? Did, like, you know what I mean? Or did he shit in someone's bag? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where do we where do we draw the line? As, as like, fans, there's probably tons of people who are like, ah, it's Ric Flair. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you a lot of this, like, the Rene Dupree, like, the, right. the bullying culture back there. Uh, we recently did a review of the film Whiplash, and kind of go into this yeah, it's like yeah. where does like some people see bullying as in wrestling it's just a way of like breaking into the business you yeah. see it at um universities like with freshers and fraternities and stuff um getting them to do what their pledges and doing like all sorts of stupid shit yeah. and which could be seen as bullying but it's just ribbing or breaking them in it's Sino in the chats reminding me that undertaker did kill someone uh kayfabe wise <laughs> yeah M- many people yeah probably. Yeah, Muhammad Hassan, uh, Paul Bear, Kane's parents, a few people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a few people. Kane though. Yeah, that's the thing. Wrestling is so like, oh, the best, the best gimmicks in wrestling is when it's the it's someone's like char- character, their their characteristics themselves like turned up to ten. Yeah, well, <laughs> what if it's not a good person and they're turned up yeah. to a ten? And yeah. It's 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 such an awkward thing. I I am a huge Ric Flair fan, and I always I watched that cartoon when they aired it years ago. I always thought the plane ride from hell. Ah, it's Ric Flair doing the helicopter. Come on, <laughs> we've all done the helicopter. Come on, but unfortunately, we can no longer do the woo. Yes, we got no, it. Stings woo. Stings woo. Stings His woo. is not as good. I'm sorry. Woo! It's like oh, higher. Isn't yeah, it? high pitch. I can't do that one though. Oh. I go work on it. I'll We're seeing on. Sting. You've got to work on it. We're seeing Sting I wrestle to see tomorrow. Sting, yeah. Let's lighten the mood. We're going to see yeah. Sting wrestle tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt as a wrestling fan, as sure. we are. But, but you know what? Like that's, that's, that's what it is. I, I never knew that that was a story. I always thought, yeah, yeah, he likes to walk. Sorry, that maybe that's on me. Sorry, a guy gets lit and walks around in his robe. Maybe I do that when you're not home. But that's in my own home. But also <laughs> to do it to like pop your mates you yeah. know completely different yeah yeah doing yeah. it to someone who you yeah. don't know who's yeah, working 100 yeah. percent. um i would ne- yeah, yeah 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 exactly that's terrifying yeah and especially there's something about it being like in the air you know there's no escape from any of this you can't leave you can't leave you can't go into another no. room i mean you're trapped in the plane and brock lesnar fighting by the door that's it's, terrifying it's- <laughs> too yeah like yeah the whole thing seems terrible yeah. uh again um Dark Side of the Ring just showing you other things. Like, really, the what I thought was going to be the most boring, tame episode comes out well, to be the most... Well, we thought we'd heard everything. Yeah, that's what times. I mean. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, wait, you're telling me this happened? That's not, that's not as funny, you know? Yeah. That's not, fu- that sucks, actually. 
That's oh fuck. Mm. Yeah, no, I yeah, I I I totally felt I I, I felt emotions watching. Uh, was it Heidi? Heidi? Heidi Doyle. Yeah, Heidi Doyle telling her story definitely made me feel some things. And um, as much as I am a Ric Flair fan, like I definitely have mm. to be like, bro, you you fucked up. If that's something you were doing regularly, which you know probably is that's that's not cool and yeah you should be held accountable for it but you've you you're old you've lived you've lived such reincarnations and kept mm. coming back you've retired like i don't like you got the ba- biggest send-off and you never you never paid you came back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to tna to get your ass out in front of everyone again so there yeah. you go i don't know yeah it hurts as yeah. a wrestling fan and i i hope i hope what we and you, you know usually me and you are like such a, a light-hearted show and when this shit happens it's like well how do we not Talk about this because it's such a, affects everything. For sure, yeah. But you know, don't take it. We're definitely. I mean, not you, you could do a whole episode on on this whole thing. Yeah. But um, there's there's lighter sides of wrestling. As well, 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 you know what wrestling? We is, had Ishi Shingo. Yeah, Ishi Shingo is one of the greatest on, things. If, if any of these lads misbehave, I'd be devastated. If you tell me, sorry, Come this on. is this is not trying to be funny, but if you tell me some bad shit on Ishi, I know I'm done wrestling. You're done with wrestling. <laughs> I'm not watching it because I'm. No, no way. Like, all my heroes can't be assholes. But yeah. unfortunately, all your heroes are assholes yeah, in this world. Hopefully not Ishii. Yeah, what Fuck. a match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've, you've seen it, yeah? Yeah, so New Japan's just been on uh, the burner, the mm. back burner, cruise control for the past year and a half. Everyone's getting sick and all this stuff to keep coming back. They don't know what's going on. And then they do the G1 and everyone's like, ah, uh, they're putting on some, some heat. Yeah. Ishi Shingo was Ishi amazing. Shingo is one of my matches of the year. So yeah, far. that could be this. This um, is easily the shoehorn of what, hard like, pick. This last month, we've just had some incredible matches. Yeah, um, across with like the Walter Dragunov, uh, the like Lucha Young Bucks. Yeah, we've had already in the first two nights of the G One um, Shingo Ishi, which was five star for me. Yeah, and. Tana Rokada, part 37, which was... Something like that. Which was awesome. Still good. Well. Did I, you see it? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Fantastic. They, they still they still, they still get you. I don't understand. I loved the whole teasing of the, of the like, time limit draw. Was it 11 seconds yeah. before the end or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, and then Dynamite tomorrow with Brian Kenny, which should be amazing. Yeah, a bunch of the matches this week should be amazing. But, so yeah, Ishii and Shingo just absolutely delivering. That was one of my favorite. I've watched. I want to watch it. Again. I would have put it on later because it's just like yeah. Uh, I I was working in overnight and then I saw that the G one was was happening. So I'm like, all right, when I come home, it will like still be going, but mm. I can like watch it and catch up and stuff. And I did that. And I watched that match and I was like, you were asleep because I was like early in the mm. morning. I was trying not to scream <laughs> while watching it. Like, what? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Shingo and Shingo needs to fight Brian Danielson. Yes. Please. I want, this is my. Dragon versus Dragon. If, if New Japan needs a shot in the arm, absolutely. The G1's the time to do it. Have Shingo win the G1. So he gets to pick his opponent at Wrestle Kingdom. And he kick, picks the American Dragon. <laughs> Fuck it. That's insane. It. And that's how you get me back. Wow. That's how you get back to New Japan. Yeah. Shingo is like the fir- like first champ in a while to. Someone's done it before, surely. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. There you go. So, and then that that just keeps the Coda Kenny match for another year. Obviously, when the crowds are back. Yeah, Coda needs to fully recover. He just lost to Yujiro. He's not facing Ooh. Kenny anytime soon. Damn. Yeah. Well. I actually really, I really dug Shingo Ishii. It, it instantly went, okay, well, what? 
that's probably like the well, one. Of, that. Yeah, what the what the fuck are you gonna else do yeah. in this tournament? You uh, sorry, but blew your load yeah. way too early. <laughs> G one, your climax. I will I will say though that climax match made me go okay. I I could get on board the G one this year because I was so not interested in it. And then I've I've watched both yeah. nights so far. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, there you go. Wrestling can be good too. Right, yeah, there can absolutely. be good, there can be there good stuff in wrestling until we watch Dark Side this this week, and then we all go, oh man, more things. Yeah, what is it this week? I think it's Canyon. Oh boy, who better? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a hard one. Yeah, I do love the show though, but it's, it's oh, like it's great. It's it's dark. It's making me feel icky as a wrestling fan. There, there's all the other dark sides. Dark side of the nineties, nine hundred two one zero, and stuff like that. It's dark side of football, I think. And okay, stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I also, I, um, I went to the movie theaters. Okay. And I saw Shang-Chi. How was it? It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah I've, I've, I've said on this show, I'm not into the superhero stuff as mm. much anymore. So I have not, I haven't watched like low key. I'm kind of like behind. I haven't yeah. watched, I tried watching Winter Soldier and I was like, ah, oh, okay, but I just didn't get into it. Um, so I may have like missed some things, mm. but, uh, genuinely Thought it was a solid movie. Like, I've uh, heard good things. I'm it gonna... didn't feel so much like a superhero movie. It okay. felt just more like like a movie, it's like something. a story and, right. and everything. Uh, and I, I like the the action sequences and stuff. So I thought it was pretty cool. So, but I, I'm just more excited for Spider Man. Oh, absolutely. So that's yeah. Fun. I plan. I want to go and see it once we're back. Uh, yeah. I do want to see Shang Chi. And then there's a lot coming out. We've got the new Bond finally. Wow. We've got Halloween coming out. Yeah. Uh, Halloween kills. Lots to get excited about. Yeah, is that when Spider Man though? December. December. Damn, that's not that bad. No, it's pretty okay. soon. Damn. Well, that means our Batman reviews have got to come back. Yes. When's the next one? It probably we'll we'll do spooky stuff. Maybe November. We'll we'll start with come Batman back? v Superman. I Ooh, think. Oh yeah, because we're we're setting up for an October schedule. Yes. For Halloween stuff. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot going on, and we'll do. Uh, Frank's asking when the Loch Ness review is coming out, but that's that's November uh, yeah. for St Andrew's Day. Yeah, for all you Scots out there, St. <laughs> Andrew's Day, we, we, we felt bad that we celebrated St. Patrick's Day With by, by doing a movie review of Leprechaun. So we thought, how do we celebrate our, our Scotland yard? With a Ted Danson movie. Called Loch Ness, <laughs> which we found. So come November, you wait. I can't it's wait. It's my WrestleMania. This is the most anticipated <laughs> review. In this our, is like Roxena booking a year ahead. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not caught up, don't watch it yet. We might do a watch along <laughs> down the line. Uh, so let's talk about the show from today. NXT 2.0 from September 21st, 2021. And well, we start off with a recap of last week's show with all the stuff that happened with all these fancy colors. This is an art attack and that's an art attack. But we go to our new champion, Tommaso Ciampa, who comes out with the title. But he gets to the ring and there's just a bunch of dudes hanging who? out. <laughs> the first who. First who of the night. <sighs> so just a bunch of jobbers in the ring. A bunch of lads. A bunch of guys in the ring. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know. But like, what? What? Okay. Like, you won the title. I don't know who these guys are. Why are they? All right. He... Cuts a promo here talking about how he's reunited with Goldie and how it's been over 900 days. 908 days. And now he's reunited. Feels so good. 
and it's NXT 2.0. That's the second time he, they've said it in about a minute. Yeah. He then says, Champa will always be Mr. NXT. And he gives a shout out to Aunt Beth, Aunt Betty, mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix, Mr. Wade, Big Vic. Um, and he, he says that he wants to tell the world that I, I hope you understand and feel the, the power of NXT. And I thank you because we are, and he lifts the mic as the crowd says, NXT. Um, yeah, I liked he, he spoke to the title at one point. Goldie. He like put his, his ear to Goldie and went, ah, oh, I missed you too. Oh. But Champ is a great speaker. Um, just a bit weird with these random lads in the room. So, yeah. So, apparently, he's like, he's these are all Evolve guys. He's like, he was helping with them and right. stuff like that. It would have helped if they said that. Yeah. A lot of this is just, we're kind of jumping in, like, midway to these characters. Yeah. Uh, there's not really an introduction, per se. It yeah, just, yeah. we'll have a segment and you've got to try and kind of figure out who this guy is yeah you ever like you ever like date a girl or whatever and you you, you go you're at her house and she's like oh i'm watching this show have you ever watched it and you're like oh no i've never watched it you want to watch it with me sure all right yeah cool i'm on episode three of season three oh all right yeah okay well who's this guy well he's from season one and and he's great but you see she's she's from season three she's she's new here whoa okay it's trying to catch up of all these mm. things, but I've been watching since back then. Yeah, and I I still don't know who these people yeah. are. <laughs> um, it's talking of a season three. This yeah. is Paolo and Nikki in Lost. Uh, I don't in know. season three in Lost, they just introduced two characters who are on the same flight. Just the cameras never right picked up on them, and then they do an episode where it's like planting them in all these old scenes. Great. This is the new NXT cast. Wow. It's, they're all Paolo and Here Nikki. you go. Here are these new people. Yeah. Look, I'm not disrespecting the new crop of talent because, of course, it's great that we're moving forward. But, like, really minimal effort of telling me. It, there's a lot going on. And you're expecting me to just, uh, like, what? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird way. So Champa's with his crew. And he's interrupted now by Cameron Grimes, who comes out. He cuts a promo saying that the NXT title would be that rocket that would take him to the moon. LA Knight comes out. He cuts a promo saying that he deserves a title opportunity when I think Odyssey Jones tells him, yo, you lost twice last week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland come out. Pete calls a bunch of these guys these geezers, and then it becomes an all-out brawl. I thought geezers meant old people. Um, I've had a bunch of Canadians say that to me. Okay. Be like, some British guy said geezer, but like, I thought geezer was old people. Yeah. We just mean like, just people. Guy? Just, yeah, just These some geezers. guy. Just geezer. And, and then if it's an old person, it would be an old geezer. Yeah, it doesn't sound as, it sounds dumb when you just say geezer. It sounds better when you say these old geezers. These old geezers. So maybe that's why we always think it know. means old people, because they're literally saying old these old geezers. geezers. Yeah. So Pete calls them a bunch of old geezers, but he doesn't say old. No, he just calls them geezers. So you could say you young You're a geezer. geezer. I'm a geezer. Yeah, you're, you're a geezer. We're all geezer. We're all geezer. We're NXT geezers. I'm a dude. He's a dude. Um, well, he calls them geezers, which pisses off Champa. Because, you know, he loves his British slang, I think. And he takes offense to this. And it's a brawl. Everyone's beating each other up. Some people don't know what they're doing. It's okay. And they're, they're being pulled apart. As then it 
it ends the segment, kind of, and then it goes backstage to then some sort of other brawl. Yeah, Vic's like, oh, we gotta go backstage. Something's going on there. Yeah. And there's like, who's here? There's Electra Lopez. Le- Electra Lopez, B-Fab, Ray, B-Fab. Mari Miller. Mari Miller, that's right. So everyone's fighting and they're like, oh, there's going to be some matches later tonight, but these these gals are fighting. And then it goes back to the ring and there's still people Barrel here. brawling in the Braun ring. Braun Breaker is in the ring. Yep, that's still his name. He uh, grabs a microphone and wow, he looks like his dad, Rick Steiner, but does he sound like his uncle? Scott yeah. Steiner, as he says, you two bitches, referring to Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne, why don't you have a match with me and Champa tonight? So, Brick Breaker. Um, what, sorry, what's... Bron. Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker. <laughs> Bron Breaker. And <laughs> Man, okay. He's going to be in a match tonight with Champa against Pete and Ridge. Main event. Yeah, I will say of the new people they've focused in the last two weeks, uh, Bron Breaker does stand out. He does seem like someone who's maybe been impressing in promo class. I think he sounds good. I like his kind of uh, like Steiner throwback gear. Um, but it was very hectic, this opening. just I hated the just cutting backstage to other people fighting. It was It's just throwing so much at you. At once. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's very odd. It, it's very jarring. Sorry, I'm not nitpicking, but like they cut to the ring and it's a bunch of guys who we kind of don't know. Like we're not yeah. super familiar with. And they're all like trying to call spots to figure out who's throwing who and which thing. Mm. It's like, okay, well, like, do they know this is like TV? Yeah. I asked myself that a few times <laughs> watching this yeah. show. And, and I'm totally supportive of like seeing new people and seeing people evolve and grow, but like it's just very jarring. And I, I, I would say maybe NXT as a development, uh, as a developmental brand over the last few years has kind of lost sight of that, and they've just been trying to be their own show. When what is the function of NXT? Is it its own show, or are you trying to do developmental? And they kind of did get away from that. It became the super super indie thing, and they want to go back and having a developmental brand where people can learn tv and that sort of thing and that's fine but i think it's it's such a departure from what we've been used to and it's throwing so much new stuff at us rather than having your kind of regular show with your regular cast and maybe having two new people that you really focus focus on but this is in the first segment we've got like 10 new people here who who, were like who who is this and who's fighting backstage and not really much filling in, telling us who they are. Yeah, it, they they didn't do a good job of just throwing these b- new people with pretty bland, like pretty basic, generic, going back to square one yeah. of wrestling, WWE, NXT kind of stuff. Guy's Italian. Oh, the whole thing. It's it's the 90s again. Yeah. Everyone's got a gimmick. What's this, guy's, a gimmick? this guy's Italian I'm mobster. Italian. This guy's not Scott's, not Rick Steiner's <laughs> yeah. son. <laughs> what are these two? They like, bar, they're rough American bar they're room brawlers. Bars. Fighting the pint. Yeah. yeah. This girl likes bubbles. And these two, they wear shades and some chains and they, they're best friends. Yeah. And one of them doesn't. Wasn't one of them's going to turn on the other one? <laughs> yeah, it, it's very, it's very much okay. We studied characters today at school, and we're gonna. What character have you? Does it mean this? I'm woke. Sh- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. 
just felt everything's cookie cutter right all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not maybe not so all of a sudden, but don't worry because we have some old familiar. There's some familiar faces right here. The cruiserweight champion Kushida. Ah, oh, yes. Remember him? I do. Yeah, he's he's in, back. He's still in NXT. He's the champ, but he's going to put the title on the line against Roderick Strong of the Diamond Mine, who comes out with Malcolm Bivens, the Casper brothers, sorry, the Creed brothers, Creed. and uh, is it Niles? Oh, man, I'm blanking. Ivy, Ivy Niles. Ivy, is it Niles? Nile? Ivy Lane. Was Ivy it? Lane? Oh, man, you're going to confuse me now. I, I wrote down Ivy. Ivy Lane. Okay. Well, Ivy. Uh, she comes out with them, and Kushida versus Roddy. Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile, yeah. Kushida versus Roddy. You should always listen to me. <laughs> Kushida versus Roddy. Cruiserweight title. We get classic Kushida doing the cartwheels and the arm drags and the hip toss. Crazy hip toss into the arm bar, which always looks clean. They go to break. When we come back, Kushida is working the elbow of Roddy. Does an avalanche arm breaker. Strong comes back with this back breaker and then a huge angle slam for a near fall. There's some kicks, chops, exchanges. Kushida with the hoverboard, and he it looks like he's about to tap, but Malcolm Bivens puts Roddy's foot on the bottom mm. rope. Therefore, the referee stops, makes Kushida break it. Um, there's then the Creed brothers who pull Kushida out of the ring, which allows Ivy to jump off the steps with this flying Superman, Superman punch. punch, puts him back in the ring. He's greeted by a high knee from Roddy, then the end of heartache, the suplex lift into the double backbreaker thing, and we have a new cruiserweight champion, Roderick Strong. I thought this was really underwhelming. Very. Uh, jaded wrestling fan inside me goes, yo, it's Roderick Strong and Kushida. Why wasn't this A, the main event? Yeah. B, why, why wasn't this like... I mean, this feud's good? been going for a while. Um well, since Diamond Mine uh, came into it and Roddy... Took him out. Yeah, took him out, yeah. which was weeks ago. Um, and this... I I was excited back then. As soon as you go, oh, this is the direction they're going. Roddy versus Kushida, great. And then just throwing it on at the beginning of the show didn't really ever get going for me. Um, the commercial break thrown in pretty early and just I didn't feel we got much of a match at all. And then the whole distraction interference finish, uh, it just felt it felt very underwhelming, this title change. And I would say I think they've done a good job at bringing a bit more prestige to this Cruiserweight Championship. I feel it has meant something uh, yeah. over the last few reigns. And I mean, good for Roddy. Big fan of Roddy. Yeah, absolutely. Just this, I, I hope we get a, a rematch down the line, but the, what happens after it looks like they're moving right on. So... I don't know. I feel like there's a much better match in there. But I'm with you. I I, I figured this would be the main event. This yeah. is the match you're promoting. No, I, I was super up, up, upset. When, like, they're, they're two of my favorites. Yeah. Long time. You've, you've been following wrestling for a while. You've probably watched these guys for years. And to see, like, whatever build this was, you're like, yeah, all right. Whatever else is going on, cool. But we're going to get Kushida versus Roderick Strong. And instead, we just like we got it, but yeah, it just didn't. Maybe, maybe it wasn't what we kind of expect. Should have been the main event, but yeah. you know, Brick Breaker's there, so he's got to be in that main event. So Roddy's the champ, but then Grayson Waller, Oof. comes out, 
And he's like, hey, nice title celebration that you almost had because I you just won it and I'm interrupting. But uh, I want to challenge you. Fight me next week. He calls NXT 2.0 a straight-up jungle. And if anyone can survive the jungle, it's him. Um, so, yeah, challenges Roddy. Yeah. Dude, I was done. <laughs> I was done. I was absolutely... Well, Malcolm Bivens kind of gets on the mic and is, how dare you interrupt the champion celebration? And then Waller's going like, oh, do you have to check with Daddy first, see if we can get this match? Which kind of riles them up. And Roderick Strong agrees. So we're getting this match next week. Roddy versus Grayson. Yeah. All right. So what happens with Kushida? He just he just disappeared. Kushida's not six foot. <laughs> is he 30? He's older than 30. Oh, boy. Stay off your phone. Or maybe, you know what? Yeah. Pick it up. Maybe. Pick it up. There's other places that you could be doing better things. Uh, I, I don't like it when you have the immediate challenge after, because it does often make the person who lost the match look yeah. like just kicked to the curb. Side. Yeah, sorry. No disrespect to, sorry, Grayson Waller, yeah. but Kushida's still in the ring. Yeah. That, that's Fuck kind of... Off. I don't like that. You can... I don't mind... Roddy, if if Roddy has this champion, it's going to be yeah. a bit of a kind of open challenge thing and he's facing all these young guys. Yeah, I think that's great. I think if this is going to be more developmental, you need to have the the vets mixing in with them and having Roddy as champion could be great. But I will say the the first, I think we've seen Grayson, what, twice now? He had the tag match with Drake, like when he's at promo time and stuff. Yeah. He comes across very irritating. Yeah. And I don't know if that's if he's meant to be. You 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 got that vibe too. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt about this show. Yeah, yeah. I I I was underwhelmed by the match. I think that was my only hope for this show going mm. into tonight, and it was instantly pulled away. And then we got uh, Australian Jake Paul. Yeah, versus Roddy next week. So we'll wait for that. Well, we're at our real main event, which is the newest vignette from NXT superstar. Tony D'Angelo. Who? Tony D'Angelo, who he's cutting a video promo here. He's by the docks. He says uh, something about working on the docks his whole life. Something about his uncle, Paulie. <laughs> he's got business arrangements. There's investments. Handshake deals. And my family, they always told me, Tony there's two things in life that we take seriously. Business and family. Well, I'm about to add a third thing to the list, says Tony D'Angelo. My success in the WWE. As he walks off, as the Italian music plays. <sighs> Say what you will about NXT 2.0. Take a shot. Say what you will about Braun Breaker. Say what you will about the the woke guy we'll talk about, but please, no Tony D'Angelo slander on this show. This is the most generic. Oh, it's so it's so generic. He's gonna be lit though. I like I find it funny because it's so it's so ridiculous. It's so as you said, cookie cutter, like paint by numbers. It's so it's what's your gimmick? Italian. All right. Well, you got an uncle Paulie. You care about your family. Handshake deals. You got business. It's like the docs. It's so on the nose, and oh. there's zero depth to this at all. 
And I, I just feel wrestling. And I, I, this is where I feel the just Bruce Pritchard fucking fingerprints all over this show. Because NXT ha- does feel different. I don't feel NXT really insults you too much. I think we, we were just praising the whole Cameron Grimes, Ted DiBiase story because it was there was a little bit more depth to it than your usual just stupid vignettes. Like it, it had purpose and it was going somewhere. And this is very much... All right, you're playing an Italian guy. All right, this fr- guy's probably not even Italian. No, he's Italian. He's probably not even Italian. No, they wouldn't um, Check his ancestry. Yeah, it's just very... I, I feel wrestling's very much moved on from this. I would like to hope it has. And just tonight, it just feels like I've gone back in time 15 years. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's so bad that I like it. I'm kind of with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's sad, really. <laughs> but I think he's going to be lit. He, he has to be. I looked up his name. It was like something like... Ariola or something. That's yeah. probably why he changed his name to D'Angelo. But I think I think it'll be lit. I think so. He says he's okay. it says he's an actual wrestler. Like 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 he mentioned last week in the vignette, right? Like he oh, was like an amateur actual, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's good. Yeah. Maybe he's like the Italian Kurt Angle. I'd love that. You know, I always I, I just don't think I You don't like Italian gimmick. Kurt Angle? No, I just wanna I feel I feel wrestling. These days, we've moved away from a lot of the the characters, and it is more just like athletes turned right. up. Yeah, yeah. You know, like look at the whole. Okay, you got. But he's an athlete. He's a wrestler. All right, <laughs> With his uncle Paulie. Someone in the chat he's possibly said, listening. I fuck off. I have I'm, an uncle Paulie. I'm literally Italian, <laughs> and I have an saying. uncle. My, my family have a lot of businesses. All right, this is. <laughs> That's what I mean. Respect to this guy. But... Someone in the chat, Ruza in the chat says, I thought Donnie used to work. Johnny used to work on the docks. Yeah. <laughs> Tony used to work on the docks. I, I, I think it can work, but just because he like, he's owning, he's owning it up. He's taking whatever this is and he's like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to say this shit. I hope, I hope he does have. He's just going to come Pauly. in and be another Damien Sandow, Elias, whatever. I'm, I'm, have an elbow drop. I'm not even roads. like I, I'm. I'm Portuguese, so I'm still waiting for my Man of War Part Two. I need my Portuguese wrestling hero to show up. Killer Kelly is is one of them. Um, so I'm not Italian, but like maybe we we need what we needed all along was NXT Italy, <laughs> and it's finally happening. It's happening. Yeah. So you thought He's I was leading the chat. Everyone laughed at me. He needs to get. Uh, we just did our recorded our one night stand review earlier right? yeah he needs to get um the fbi, FBI. yeah Little uncle paulie is uncle is paul Heyman, who's like let me introduce yeah. you to <laughs> <laughs> nunzio um little guido no he's little guido uh, tony mamaluke tony mamaluke yeah where's Vito? yeah there was a lot of people in the yeah. full-blooded italian so yeah yeah uh there there needs to be a new big italian hero in wrestling who do we got Fabian Eichner. Exactly. Yeah. He's great, but he's more of a bad guy right now. I mean, this guy's going to be a bad guy. He's, this Tony D'Angelo is going for like the Tony Soprano. Are we going to end up having uh, down the line like a, a Freddy versus Jason kind of thing with um, Tony D'Angelo and Dexter Loomis? Like Tony D'Angelo ordering hits on different people. Oh Dexter Loomis God. just chloroforming people and it's... yeah. Yeah. 
That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> See Tony D'Angelo's feeding ducks. He's riding horses in the house. Is it called painting houses? No, what? What's the Irishman? What, what does he it? call them? Yeah, painting ha- Yeah, paint houses. But in in the Sopranos, it's uh, interior decorator. Yeah. <laughs> what does he do? He's an interior decorator. Yeah. Oh, what does he do? Paint, he paints houses. Yeah. That's what Tony D'Angelo. That would make it a way more interesting oh, character. Yeah. Indy finds out she divorces him. What do you mean you've been murdering people? I mean, I have to divorce you. This is terrible. And then it turns out like he's actually painting houses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, we're booked. We don't, we book things in NXT great, and then they never listen to us. They sometimes do. They, uh, yeah, that four way match. Still ain't up that Hell in a Cell. We never got that Hell in a Cell. We got Sting, wrong show, but we got Sting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they never gave us Johnny and the Rascals. Still holding out for that. Yeah. But I want more Tony Soprano references with Tony D'Angelo. Mm. Like, that. he's getting, he needs to do, he needs to like do what I did during the pandemic and just watch The Sopranos straight through and pick up. His vignette should be with a shrink. Wow. Yeah. He should get someone to talk to who's. Maybe, what is it, Persia? Maybe she could be a shrink. <laughs> Who, didn't we have a shrink in NXT? We had Kyle Riley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity counts <laughs> in NXT. Yeah. Counselor Kyle. Yeah, Ther- therapist Kyle O'Reilly will help out Tony D'Angelo, who ex- explains all his problems and talks about the stories on the docks mm. and how it was. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. NXT is not dead, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we got Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, this is my favorite moment. Of the yeah, show. yeah. Let's talk about it. So, sorry, who are these two? Uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. So, someone went, uh, "Hey, can I, can I, can I borrow your homework to see like what you got for your answers? Because like I need, I need help on this test, this this homework test. Okay, but change it so it doesn't look like you stole it." You give me FTR. <laughs> the mechanics are what they used yeah. to call themselves in NXT. And you give back these two. It felt like I was watching FTR in the bar. And then they're like, we're, we like to fight. I swear he says something about how he wants to be knee deep and bleep. So, yeah. So, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, they're saying that they're talking about how they met each other. And Josh Briggs um, went to a bar to drown his sorrows after he lost the, uh, the breakout tournament. And he bumped into Brooks Jensen and was kind of in his personal space. They started fighting each other. And in fighting each other, they grew to respect each other. They found love. Because they, they both fought really well. So they both loved to drink and fight. And yeah, they said something about being knee deep in something. They, it bleeped out what he said. Like yeah. he was knee deep in... I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he likes in-betweeners. Maybe, Need yeah, that's, what, that's all I could think of, <laughs> not repeating it. At Up Next Podcast, he was knee-deep in <laughs> blank. blank. <laughs> but yeah, again, just so generic. We've got your barroom brawlers. They've got their matching flannel. Um, just, I feel like I've gone back in time. This is like Trevor Murdoch and, fuck, you weren't watching, Lance Cade? Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I, this is like APA, I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's that exactly. But. This is how this is this is interesting. This is how we met, actually. <laughs> yeah, in a bar, we tried to fight each other. We did, and then we became best friends. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know about this, man. This no, felt really. I, I, you said you said earlier the the throwing a random Italian gimmick on someone felt like you're going back in time. This felt like going back to like it, it felt. It really felt like I was watching a show where you could tell at the PC that their homework was to go and partner up with people and come up with a character. And like Josh Briggs just went, "Hey, look, I've got this flannel shirt. You could wear a flannel shirt, and we could be barroom brawlers. Yeah, let's do it." then they make this and show it to class on Tuesday to the world. This whole episode feels yeah, like this. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, Trevor Murdoch is NWA champion? No. Bless Trevor Murdoch. The Good Trevor Murdoch destroyer. Yeah. Um, yeah, this felt really weird. So uh, Briggs was like Evolve and stuff, right? He, I think he was the last Evolve champion. Jeez. All right. Took it from theory. Um, yeah, didn't like this. Uh, can't say... I'm too high on for what two, I've seen two, from these guys. Two Americans who like going to bars and fighting. That's their game. I just I don't see I don't see star with these guys. You know? They just look very bland. They 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 literally look like two guys in a bar. Yeah. That's what they look like. But we'll see. We go to Amari Miller. She's coming out for her match. She's got some almost this bubbles girl? Bubbles? No, was this the one with bubbles? Who's Bubbles? Someone had Bubbles in their entrance. D- yeah, she had Bubbles. Amari oh, Miller. She yeah. had Bubbles in yeah, her entrance. Popping her bu- bubbles Whoa. Was that like Emma? Who yeah. used to do that? Yeah. Emma. Amari Miller with kind of Pokemon, Pokeballs as her like kind of look like it. Okay. Her, her gear. Um, and she's going up against Kaylee Ray. But she's got a little uh, like insert promo. She's talking really fast. Kaylee Ray? No, Amari Miller. Oh. She says that she's here to showcase her skills. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that, yeah. No, that's literally... I wrote down exactly what she said. That's what I wrote as well. I'm here to showcase That's what my she skills. ended with. Yeah. Hi, I'm Amari Miller. I'm, this is Big Brother. This is her sur- like Survivor. What yeah. is this show? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Hi, I'm Amari Miller. I'm here to showcase my skills. Yeah. What? What? A week, like, two weeks on, ago. This is on TV. You have you have a network where, by all means, you can throw out all this stuff. But this is a TV show now. And sorry, but as fans of this show who've been watching it for years, been watching it on the USA Network since it started, and now it just becomes this, it's so jarring. And it's such a step below the standard we're used to. And well, obviously people need to grow. And Amari Miller could end up being fantastic and being the greatest promo yeah. in wrestling. But this shouldn't be on TV. Yeah. Like they're all so bland and so like day one of promo class. It was, it, it, it's everything standing out. Yeah. Like every, every segment's like, what? On the network, as a show that we know is developmental when you're watching these people and you go, oh yeah, I could see something there. I can see some there. It's all right, but it's, it's a different show now and it has been for years. Yeah. It's just, it's such a step down. Well, Amari Miller versus Kaylee Ray. She runs at her, eats a, a bunch of strikes from Kaylee Ray, hits her with a gourd buster, dropping her on her gut and her face, and then hits her with a gory bomb. Kaylee Ray wins. Yeah, quick squash match. Um, again, this feels like very old kind of 2013 NXT where it's just squash match after squash match. Yeah, but it's two um, hours, so it feels like three. Yeah. So... I heard Raw was good this week, though. You know what? Raw was great. Yeah. I watched the huh. ECW One Night Stand. 
I had a was finishing off my drink, so yeah. I thought I'll watch Raw as I'm finishing off my drink, and yeah. I actually was kind of kind of into it this week. And you know what? And yeah, I don't know what's happened, but the Nia Jack Shayna Baszler segment was fantastic, and I mean, have no irony with that. It was excellent. I don't know, man. Raw has Lily and NXT has Tony D'Angelo. So that, like, they actually had a great promo. Alexa and Charlotte. Now you're talking madness. They started don't shooting even, on each other. Don't even, don't even stop. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop. We go to Braun Breaker. Braun Braun. He's talking about, man, I got so excited. I thought the greatest thing ever was going to happen. He, he says, he says in his promo, this is Rick Steiner's son. Mm. And everyone wants to, he, he sounds like Scott Steiner. Mm. He goes, tonight, there's three guys. And I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to do the Steiner numbers math. promo right now. And then just goes, who are going to be in the ring with? Oh, uh, okay. He's going to tease us. He's going to start every promo with a number. It's like when Kenta used to do tease the GTS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's going to always start his promos with numbers, and people are going to think he's going to do it. Yeah. And then finally one day, when pandemic's over, he can do it in a full crowd at a takeover. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hard time saying that. Um, he's going to do it, and the world will rejoice. But uh, he says tonight these people are, are ready. Champa walks in, and he says, how you doing, Braun? Are you ready to sink or swim? And Braun says, I'm ready to kick some ass with the champ. So, and but he's, he's staring at the title still. Yeah, because he's got a 3% chance of winning. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We go to an advertisement saying, up next... The debut of the first ever WWE NXT superstar from Singapore, mm. Dante Chen. Yes. So he comes out. He's going up against Trey Baxter. We, we did just just miss um, oh. outside. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember this guy's name, but we saw him beat Boa the other week. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They, they said when we come back, it's Dante Chen. But... When we came, come back, it says earlier today, we get Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn, that's right. Zion from Zion? Yeah. Zion Quinn, he's walking with two women in the parking lot. He should know better. Mm. And he goes to hold the door for them. And he goes, oh, ladies first. But as he does, someone like buds in and like walks through. So he stops them, stops him and goes, yo, where are your manners? And then lets the women in first. Closes the door and then throws the guy against the door, beats the hell out of him. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? I don't know. He's a good guy to because me. He was a good guy I think because he's a good... he was being polite. Yeah. He was being a gentleman. And then he was teaching this guy, learn some fucking manners. Yeah. Well, they should all learn how so to So I act. think he's a good guy. <laughs> but I also... Are we supposed to know who the guy beat up is? Is this a wrestler? Dude, I have no idea. Is this no a new idea. wrestler or is this just a random guy getting beaten up? No idea. I have. I really... This show feels like I'm watching 2013, 2014 NXT. Like, this weird, like... Like, no one's... Nothing's professional. No. It, nothing feels like you've been... Like, everything's so green. Greener than green. Yeah. The greenest... I'm waiting for them to have the audio issues again. Yeah, things filmed out of order. The audio issue, the audio issues come later during the toxic attraction promo because no one reacts. Oh, <laughs> it's just quiet. Well, we go to our next match. 
Dante Chen, the first ever Singaporean here in WWE, is going up against your favorite. Trey Baxter. <laughs> All heart Trey Baxter. Um, he didn't get, he got a half an entrance here. Yeah. But he's in the ring. Um, he comes at Dante. He counters a strike and hits him with an half and half suplex, which looked great from Trey Baxter. Uh, they're fighting up top. There's eventually this like fisherman sit out buster. Uh, Dante Chen wins. Yeah, it was kind of like a, almost like the wing clipper, but a front face lock hitting it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, not not really enough to judge this Dante Chen guy. His finish looked okay. Um, I like Trey Baxter, but it's a shame if he's going to just be... Well, <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen with Trey. I think the story but comes I, I didn't after. really see enough of Dante to really judge him again it was just another squash yeah um i'm interested to see what they do with him because he seems like he can wrestle but so can trey baxter so Mm. it's kind of weird that they put him in the slot um don't you know what dante looked like ripped he looked like a superstar yeah like so maybe there is some potential there he came out with this uh mask mask as well yeah it looks sweet yeah yeah i'm totally down it was almost like the bandido kind of yeah bandana style mask yeah again like I'm all for it's world wrestling entertainment. Yeah. I'm I'm loving when you you tell me someone's from somewhere else and all these things. So you tell me there's an Italian who's going to fight a Singaporean? Mm. Hell yeah. Book yeah. it. Exactly. Well, Trey Baxter uh he's having he's having quite a night. Uh, does that happen now or later? No, it's a bit later. Oh man, I just want to talk about it now. <laughs> but instead, we go to Chase University. Guys, <laughs> it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night, boys. So Chase University, the Center for Higher Learning, we see Andre Chase. Did somebody say Andre Chase? (laughs) (laughs) No, no one said Andre Chase. Not one person. Andre Chase is now a professor at the Chase University. Wow. I mean, that's pretty much a step up from where he was before. You now have a university named after you? I guess, yeah. Chase University? Chase University. Well, he's a professor and he's speaking to a class, another lecture here. And he's telling people about their lesson today in class at Chase University. How, about how to get ahead in life. And well, if you want to get ahead in life, you shouldn't look up to people like Odyssey Jones. You should study that because he learned how to fumble. And a few people are like, hey, excuse me, I have a question. He's like, oh, yes, does someone have a question? Yeah, uh, but didn't Odyssey Jones beat you in the breakout tournament? No. What's your name? Uh, uh, Steve. Steve? Get the fuck out, Steve. (laughs) They bleeped out. (laughs) Fuck, obviously. But uh, So Steve leaves. (laughs) It's funny. There was a a report on Fightful earlier today about uh, how NXT 2.0 are apparently going to be leaning into kind of harsher language and be a little edgy yeah so they got harlem bravado to drop the f-bomb fuck off steve <laughs> fuck off steve <laughs> the fuck out of here steve he starts smashing the room throwing chairs around damn what did steve ever do it's funny because i always use the name steve isn't steve the guy from blues clues who just came back with like cutting a most beautiful promo to the world oh. and he shouldn't be telling steve to fuck off this was funny but 
Still, it was what, funny, what? but uh, sorry, let's spin the wheel of gimmicks and land on okay, Italian mobster guy. Okay, hold on, and oh, wait, we got one, Professor. I didn't find uh, Chase Austin too convincing. Chase either. Austin, <laughs> what's his name? No, Chase <laughs> Universe, what's his name? Austin, fuck, what's his name? Uh, did someone say, <laughs> yeah. oh, is it Austin Chase? No, I'm, I, I'm, I know, it. I'm just waiting for you to figure it out. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, Steve's the other guy. Andre. Andre Chase. Did somebody say <laughs> Um Yeah, I, I didn't think he sounded too convincing <laughs> here. The, it was kind of funny, I guess. But again, it's just boxer gimmicks. Like, come on. I love the fuck off, Steve. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here, Steve. Get the fuck out, Steve. But like, what? He's like, who did you ever beat? <clears throat> Get out of here. I do like it, though. I... I like when Taz has done this on AEW where he's pointing out people's flaws and stuff. Right. And I did quite like where he's going, look at Odyssey Jones's cover there. It's so lazy and was pointing out like how he lost the match. He's teaching just kids in, pr- in a school? Just random guys. This would have worked in Full Sail when they actually were in a university. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now they're not. <laughs> so then they got this gimmick. What's going on in this show? Jeez. We go to okay. <laughs> First but wait, actually, you just nipped out. But there was a a tweet from Triple H saying thank ah, you for yes. the well wishes. Uh, obviously, he had a bit of a scare recently, and he's he's about to have recovery. another one next week yeah. when he comes back. Like Triple H, don't don't, don't watch your show, please. <laughs> Triple H, we love you. All yeah. the bad things any wrestling fan has ever said about you, I'm sorry. We're yeah. all sorry. Please, yeah. please. What's going on? Take back. Take it to help, please. We take back what's rightfully yours. We love you, Paul. Come on, your reign in two thousand two to two thousand five, great. It was amazing. Come back, please, Sean. We, Sean, you've been doing great work, but you know, the king is back. Please, yeah. I don't know. Uh, our thoughts to Triple H. Uh, yeah, legend, legend. But um, yeah, yeah. We go to our next segment in the middle of the ring. Is Joe Gacy. We've seen him in the breakout tournament here. He is in black pants, black belt, black shoes. And he's wearing a nice gray button-up shirt. Mm. He basically looks like my waiter the other night. Yeah, he's completely dressed as yeah, a waiter. He's a waiter. He has a microphone. And he says that this world, well, it's full of conflict. I'm full of conflict. He says he realizes that... His male privilege has gotten him where he is. And he understands that. But he knows that he is here to help make NXT a safe space. And it all starts here tonight. And he points in this ring. This is a safe space. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, your next gimmick on the spin a wheel of NXT gimmicks is Joe Gacy is a woke man. Yeah, pretty much. So you know what that means. He's a heel. He's a heel. <laughs> it's so funny. And that's just another thing on this show where it it doesn't feel like it's the same people in control of this. Stay this, woke. This feels so Vince McMahon. It's you're a vegan, you're a heel. Sorry, you, you want equality and people to feel safe at work? You're a heel. Yeah. It's it's so funny. Um, Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. Absolutely. Um, so this guy's gimmick is he, he realizes as a white privileged 
male living in a world of toxic masculinity that he's going to change wrestling. What a bad tone-deaf time to introduce a character like this, but he didn't quite... He just scratched the surface, I Just scratched the surface. It could 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 be quite fun, this character. It could be, but just it's so funny the way WWE look at things because it... Isn't this always the way? Yeah, this guy's woke. Oh, he's 100% But why does he have to dress like some guy in a meat I have no idea what he was wearing. Like, why is he dressed like this? He used to wear, like, scary goth stuff. Yeah, his name's Joe Gacy. Yeah. So there's going to be an evolution of the character that he eventually is, like, unwoke and awakened. He's woke, but he's, like, going to be real woke. Right. You know what? It's terrible. But I'm, like, I... Look, I'm someone who definitely flies in the middle in my in my views and sometimes i'm like man that person's too woke for their own good mm. maybe that's what they're gonna go yeah. for no offense to anyone who's too woke for their own good <laughs> but maybe that's what they're gonna go for like I, I we think- all know that one vegan in our life who's like "Ugh, you you're not vegan because like you should be yeah there's always like that one you know i think we've seen gimmicks kind of like this before and it's really down to the performer how good they're gonna be with it because this could uh this could be a lot of fun. Like, we've seen how Sami Zayn would play with a character like yeah. this, and he's so entertaining he's so that woke. he makes it work. Um, we'll see with Joe Gacy, but I think this could this could be a pretty funny gimmick. <laughs> they're going to go too far with it, and they're going to pull the plug on it. They're going to do... All that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to... <laughs> he's going he's gonna to start... I'm going to get... Or one week, they're just going to go, Joe, you're Italian as well. <laughs> <laughs> you look Italian. Tony huh? needs a mate. <laughs> Your new name is Uncle Paulie. <laughs> Joseph. Joseph Gacy. Someone in the chat says he should go by Joseph Gacy if he's using this character. Like Joe- Joseph Gacy, yeah. I don't know how that makes him more woke. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Remember in wrestling when there's knives and guns? <laughs> now we got this woke ass. <laughs> uh. Fuck off, Steve. <laughs> so Joe Gacy's in a match. And uh, he's still wearing his shirt, but he's going to fight Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy. Uh, Cameron comes after him with a series of strikes. He Joe does fight back. He starts beating him down with some kicks. He goes for this pump kick to, like, the chest, which sends Grimes flying back. But he runs at him with, yes, the cave-in, and it's over. After the match, Joe Gacy gets up and approaches Grimes and offers a handshake. Grimes pinned him, but he's like, ah, like... GG, good game. And Grimes is like, nah, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> fuck off. He then goes for a hug and he's like, nah, nah, don't touch and me. And he like hugs him, but he's like, ah. So this Grimes does not like woke people. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, who they've done such a great job as being, I'd say one of the top baby faces in NXT, is now like, yo, bro, fuck off. Don't touch me. This is so weird. So weird. Yeah. Like, Grimes looked like a dick. It's if, so backwards. If, if you're watching this isolated and you're not just used to how wrestling works, WWE yeah. works, you just go, this guy's being super nice. <laughs> he lost the match. He's being a sportsman, offering his hand. And the guy's, like, being a sore winner. Like, no, fuck off. Yeah. It's, it hasn't... There's not been enough leading up to this for Grimes not to trust him or or be like they haven't we've only as you said scratched the surface this is week one of this 
Oh, there's, there's going to be more. Yeah. If this had gone on for weeks and weeks and has been building up, building up, and Grimes knows he's this obnoxious prick, he's like, no, I'm not hugging you. Sure. But Grimes here just, they had a match. Yeah. He won. The guy's like, ah, good match though, mate. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, Steve. <laughs> I just like, where are they going to go with, like, what is, there's got to be a ceiling. And I guess the eventual is how he goes crazy and puts his face paint on and stuff like that. Because he does do this goth stuff. But right. as of now, he's just some, literally a privileged white male who's realized his faults. And he's he's awoken. He's woke. He's going to change. His He's going to start recycling more. He watched more. Dark Side of the Ring and we need some changes around here. That's what it feels like. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, what's, he, what's the next step? He's going to do all the vegan stuff. He's going to recycle. He's going to... He's going to have protests. Mm. He's going to do... He's going <laughs> to... Speak to Andrew Yang and try and... Get a union. Get a union going, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be all about that. He's going to talk about, like... Uh... <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble saying things, so I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> Someone in the chat says he's going to change his bio to he, him. Yeah, on the, along the lines of stuff like that. Right. Like, just being the most woke person <laughs> you can think of. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? Like, I, I'm, I'm making fun. There is, there is, if everyone in the world was more, like, woke, maybe not to the level of, you know, certain things, but, like, maybe the world literally would be in a better place. And that's what we're saying. Is like, Guys, just be more like Ted Lasso. That, and that's all, <laughs> that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Be like Ted. We, we uh, interrupt our broadcast for our Ted Lasso review. If you have heard us uh, gush over Ted Lasso the past few weeks, well, you, maybe you should gush with us because it's won all the Emmys. That's going to be our new slogan. Up next, gush with us. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit gushers. It's like all that paint logo that we got going on. Yeah, yeah Ted Lasso. Uh, I'm caught up. There's a few more episodes to come out for season two, which is bonkers which is just amazing uh but sudeikis won yeah an emmy for playing ted lasso um roy fucking kent yeah um is it some some i'm blanking now on uh yeah what's his name roy uh, kent yeah they won all the emmys they won brett goldstein yeah they won um they won like best comedy show they won a bunch of stuff so shout out ted lasso if you've not already it's definitely worth checking out that Apple TV because it's such a good show and they're only doing one more season. Oh, really? He announced like last year, like I'm doing oh, three damn. seasons. Like season two feels like Empire Strikes Back of like the, the world. Like, okay, they're getting, they're getting beat up and everything's not working out, but you know how life is. There's ups and downs. That's mm. what the show is. The show is great. There's lots of layers to it. It's definitely, I'm not a sports person. I don't even really care about footy, but it makes me like, there's so much more to it. Oh yeah. It's real feel good. Yeah, it's feel good. Be like Ted. Also, Jason Sudeikis, like the the real life stuff that's going on with him and his now ex wife Olivia Wilde, mm. uh, who I super crushed on hard years ago, is like you want to see him like bounce back from be- being kind of she like she like rumors are uh, according to Who Cold she like left him for Harry Styles from One Direction younger she traded uh. him in she's like ah, I need a, I need a pop star. So he's like, what do I do? Goes and makes Ted Lasso. He's being great. See? He's doing great. Comeback season, baby. Him. Shout out Ted. Believe. 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 Because, because as Ted Lasso always says, uh, living in the now is a gift. That's why they call it the present, y'all. 
All right. And that's why NXT 2.0 is the greatest pro wrestling show on the planet. On Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Back to uh, our scheduled product. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some other weird gimmicks that's happening. <laughs> Football coach. <laughs> what other gimmicks? If you spun well, he'd be a heel. Football coach? it's not an American sport. So football coach is a heel. Football coach? Like a soccer coach. Yeah, what other he- what other gimmicks would you want here in NXT if you spun the wheel? There's, there hasn't been a chef in wrestling. Like uh, a cook. No one's cooked. LA Park on MLW. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. Uh, I need yeah, a guy okay, who's cooking. Chef, um, yeah. He's like, because all these, all these wrestlers love doing talk shows, right? Yeah. Like every wrestler's got a talk show, but no one's got a cooking show. No, that you're right. That'd be so. Good. Like, what's going on? Sleeping. You, you mean to tell me we, Have we went, had a magician? We've had a few magicians, like an actual kind of. Not lately. So watch what you say, because we might get one. But yeah, uh, we've had one in like the '90s, early '90s. You could have a like a David Blaine kind of character that. Yeah. It's just like for this takeover, I'm just going to stand on this pole for the whole thing. <laughs> just shows going on, and he's just stood there just doing there. a stunt. It's not that impressive, but it's like, oh, he's still there, he's still standing there. I watched David Blaine. I watched like a two-hour special on TV. He's standing up, and he's like, "Guys, I'm going to fall into boxes." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, dude, I think I could do that too. It's, but, like, it's like, not magic. Yeah, I just... mean, it's it's cool, I guess, but not magic. <laughs> Is that how people think when they watch Jeff Hardy jump off ladders? They're like, sorry, it's, it's not wrestling. It's not magic. <laughs> uh, gimmicks, yeah, magician, that, a chef. Uh, what about like the, oh, you could have like a janitor. They've, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a janitor in WCW. But like one working at the CWC, just a guy oh, who's like regularly. Like, old man Withers. Working there and yeah. build up to his match. The janitor. Yeah. He's going to clean up this town. Yeah. This division. Janitor, we got a professor, we got a woke guy, mm. uh, an Italian, we got Natalia. <laughs> we need Natalia's sister in NXT, that's for sure. We need that as a gimmick. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we, uh, we, we'll, we're, we might get more gimmicks actually because, um, we get some, some recaps of things of the wedding, yes, with uh, Indy and Dexter, and they're on their honeymoon. They're having a great time. So they're not here tonight, but they're enjoying life since everything went well. I love seeing all the memes of Dexter Loomis with uh, the knife, like the axe, like (laughs) showing the axe, like don't fuck with me. We go to Von Wagner, a little video for him with his main event slot last week. This video made it make as much sense as it did last week. Hey, ah, Kyle O'Reilly's been taken out. Hey, what's your name? Von Wagner. You're six five. You stand out in an airport. You're in the title match. He was calling himself. He said unconventional, and I think he said unprofessional. He said uh, he, it showed close to him than like working out, like doing jumps on a wheel and, and like a hammer and stuff. He had a sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. Triple H vibes, and he said that he has unconventional methods. Okay, but I'm pretty sure I see people working out with hammers and tires before. So yeah, but well, we'll see how unconventional. He, this look, guy. he's he was good in he the match. He was good last week. Yeah. Like not denying that. It's still just like. How many of these throwing people into things can we take? Well, you know, like, I don't mind the vignettes so much because uh, that's how we learn about these guys. It's more than just the random backstage segments. But I, I don't mind these videos highlighting these people. I, th- I think the main thing was just there was too much of it at once. I do think if they, if they spread these out over a few weeks, 
uh, not dumped all these guys and girls on the screen on yeah. the same week. It wouldn't feel quite as jarring. Well, Von Wagner, 6'5". Very impressive. Look to impress here in NXT 2.0. We go to Legato del Fantasma. They come out. Carmen Electra Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Electra Lopez is going to have a match against Anna Shear, who I think is formerly known as Tesha Price. Okay. She's wrestled in AEW, according to right. John Cena. Shot in the Dark. Yes. Expert. He's like, oh. New Shot in the Dark coming out tomorrow. Oh. Free on this feed. Damn. Well, maybe he, you'll hear him talk about, no, you won't, because she's here. But Anna Shear, she gets beat up by Electra Lopez here, who hits her with this spinning sidewalk slam and this kind of sit-out blue thunderbomb for the pin, just like that. Pretty quick, another squash match here. Legato del Fantasma standing in the ring with her, and Santos grabs the mic and says, class, elegance, sophistication, fuego, raw power. And she's here to command silence and respect. And, Car- uh, sorry, Carmen Electra. Electra Lopez grabs the mic and says she's the first lady of Legado. Uh, La Magrina is going to unleash on BFAB and NXT 2.0. So, Pera, get your skinny ass out here. As Hit Row come out. And uh, it's it's a it's a brawl. These two are trying to kill each other here. It's chaos, which announces next week: Bfab versus Electra Lopez in a no disqualification match. Whoa! Uh, I imagine we'll get a lot of shenanigans with the rest no. of Legado, <laughs> uh, which it will it will need because I didn't think Bfab looked great at all last week. Um, I just don't get like the feud. We should. It's it's almost like they're just focusing now on these two fighting. When it's like, don't you all hate each other? No, I I think they'll go back okay. to that. I think it's just we've we've just had the debuts of the in ring debuts of both these women. Yeah, it's it's time to focus on them a bit. I I still think we'll get the mixed tag. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll go back. We still got to have the North American title match, right? Right. Yeah. Well, we go backstage. We get. Trey Baxter, who's in his locker room, he's upset about his his win. His I mean, loss. sorry, his loss earlier tonight. And in comes his, uh, I believe, IRL, real-life girlfriend, yeah. Cora Jade. And she's like, hey, what's wrong? He's like, what's wrong? Like, didn't you see? Didn't you see? I, I lost. I lost out there. She goes, oh, come on. Come on. Chin up. Chin up. You know I love you no matter what. You're like a superhero out there. Chin up, chin up. Gives him a big smooch on the lips and then walks off. And then he's just thinking to himself. And he says out loud that he's like holding his neck here. Superhero? Question mark. Ladies and gentlemen, we're spinning the wheel again. Uh, So stay in the back. Trey Baxter's coming through. So we got the Italian who's playing an Italian. We've got the the two big lads, so they're bar and brawlers, and now they get they're looking up and down. They go, "Huh, Trey Baxter, you're small. Let's make you a superhero." I because I thought she said that Dante, the, the other dude, looked like a superhero. She's like, "Oh, that guy looked like a superhero because he had the mask and the cape right. and stuff." But I wasn't sure. I don't know. I 
I don't know, but either way, I, I thought she was saying kind of, oh, you're my superhero or something. But either way, we're getting superhero Trey Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever Cora was talking about, we're getting superhero Trey Baxter. What's, oh. What's his super name going to be? Super Trey? Super Trey. It's better than Trey Baxter, to be honest. Super Trey. Super Trey. Su- <laughs> super Trey? Baxman. Baxman. No, stop. <laughs> Super trip. The backs. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Like I kind of like that they're they're drawing on this real relationship. Yeah. But again, wait a second. So they're either either we mis misheard and they're doing a like Degrassi high like love triangle thing. Like oh that guy looked like a superhero and mm-hmm. he's like yo what the fuck like you're my girl why are you saying this shit? Or she's like, oh, you should be a superhero. And I think she was, no, she was just like being like, oh, I love you either win or lose. You're my superhero. Like, you're great. Yeah, but she may have I said, think she's we, being super. I think we may have misheard okay. and she said Dante. We'll have to go back and rewatch I'm this dying thing. to know now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do like that they brought this relationship up, but it's again out of nowhere. They've, yeah. there's never, they've never had like Vic on commentary being like, even in the match, being like, oh, and we next week we'll see his girlfriend, Cora Jade, in action. Or just some mention. Yeah. It's just suddenly they're smooching and they're Again, it's like, at the locker room. It's like putting a random episode of a show you don't know. It is. Is the characters. And then all of a sudden you're just supposed to understand. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I get it. But Cora like, Jade, who also I don't think has really spoken before. We've seen her at like the bachelor party, bachelorette party and stuff yeah. like that. But not seen a great deal of her. Just so weird. Um, but yeah, it looks like we're going to have your Nicky Ash on Mondays and Super Trey on Tuesdays. Well, he what is his nickname? All Heart. Yes, maybe he do that something with the heart. All Heart. So many people, though. There's the Rebel Heart. They all love their hearts. The Heart. heart Bret Hart. Yeah. yeah. Heart and Soul. Yeah. He needs to be Super Trey. <laughs> Super Trey. <laughs> what? No. No. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I said this show broke me. You're understanding why. I'm surprised you made it this far. Reminder, we do BD Elite every week on this feed where we talk about AEW Dynamite. Because, dude, this show hurt me. Hurt my soul. I wonder what, like, there were times when I was watching Wade tonight. (laughs) And when he came back in, he was probably thinking, oh, yeah, I like NXT. Get to see some really good matches every week and stuff. Yeah. And now he's just watching... Baxman. Cora Jade and Trey Baxter make out backstage. Fuck. Man. Ha. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> well, we go to Raquel Gonzalez backstage with Frankie Monet. Well, it's Frankie Monet and her squad. They're looking to get that title match that never happened, that they promised us all this time. And, well, they run into Raquel and she says, I just spoke to William Regal and I got the match we both want next week. Frankie Monet, Raquel Gonzalez, women's title on the line. So, yeah, that's going to happen as Raquel walks off. Then we get, uh, who is who is this? Lash Legend. You know Lash Legend. Lash Legend. She has a talk show, Lashing Out, on NXT. That's debuting next week. Yeah. <laughs> so Lash Legend comes out, and she's like, yeah. Uh, I got a talk show next week. I got a talk week. show next week. <laughs> Uh, I'm broken. <laughs> Is it, so she's a talk show host. Yeah. 
Sure. I mean, have you seen the set of NXT? <laughs> it looks like Maury. I don't know. <laughs> this place looks like Oprah's set. Like, yeah. it looks like a talk show. Where's Dr. Phil? Oh. Fuck. So, more people we don't know that were supposed to already, like, just, okay, this is this person. Lash Legend. Lash LaRue. And, uh, <laughs> Lash. She's from, uh, okay. Yeah. Look, I don't know Texas this person. A&A Maybe alumna, she's amazing. Mississippi State alumna, just, Atlanta native. I just i I don't know. I don't know all these people that were going from segment to segment of just all these strangers. Strangers. Yeah. Why are these strangers on my TV in my house? <laughs> I don't like it. I like being comfortable. I like things being the same. <laughs> Where's Johnny? Where's Zaya? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Where's Bo Dallas? <laughs> Where's Seth Rollins? Where's Breezango? Where's Richie Steamboat? Come on. <laughs> Cassius Ono. NXT icons. Yeah. When NXT, back in the good old days. Jeez. All right. So we're getting Lash LaRue next week with Lashin' Out. Lashin' Out. Lash Legend. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm excited. Is it going to be like a salon? Just saw what's coming up next. What's coming up next? <laughs> Odyssey Jones versus two jobbers. Okay, Odyssey Jones versus two jobbers. <laughs> we don't say that word often, but we're saying it tonight. If you don't identify them by their names, if you don't even jobbers. give them a graphic, yeah, then I don't. Yeah, they don't. I don't. I don't see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't associate with you. More strangers in my house. Um. Odyssey Jones beats up these two guys. He's essentially a veteran, man. Yeah, Odyssey's a fucking vet. Like, walking around like, yeah, I've been running shit here. Like, he's also mates with everyone. He yeah. was at the bachelor party. He's just uh, mates with Steve. He needs to find a friend who can help him get better gear. Yeah. <laughs> he beats these guys up. Maybe that'll be a new gimmick next week. Seamstress. The, the seamstress. Uh, we get a splash to both guys off the top as Odyssey Jones wins. Yeah, he does like a frog splash. I didn't think it looked too great. And also him finishing with the splash, it just kind of made me miss Bronson Reed a little. You go, ah, he's just gone and now here's another big lad. Doesn't do the splash as well at all. And it's nowhere near as good as the tsunami. Yeah, yeah, it didn't do... These these job matches can sometimes be quite fun, like the two-on-one big monster squashes. But we've already had two, three squashes on the show already. That I just Four. I don't care. I don't care. Odyssey Jones, motherfucker Jones. Uh, we go to our next segment. If you thought you've said who yet enough on this show, because I don't know what the count was, guys. Get ready, because we're about to meet. Uh, sorry, I don't even know who these people were. I don't even know their names. So a bunch of guys hanging around. Then we get Carmelo Hayes and everybody's newest favorite superstar here, Trick. Oh, Trick. That was his name. I was thinking Chet. I couldn't remember. Chet? (laughs) Chet Hanks? Yeah, equally annoying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe doesn't flub his lines as much as Trick, though. (laughs) Trick Hanks? Trick and Chet Hanks? Yeah. That sounds like a tag team. What's his name? Trick. Trick. Trick who? I thought it was Trick Trick. What's his name? Trick Jones? Trick Jones. <laughs> Fuck, man. There's too many people. There's a lot. 
I feel like when I started watching Game of Thrones and you go, okay, there's a lot there's of There's so many people. I need to refer to some Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who are these people? Fuck. Okay, so we got Trick. Trick Williams. Trick Williams. <laughs> of course. Trick Williams is here. Um, he's talking something. Uh, they're talking to some guys and they're like, you know, we got this contract. Carmelo Hayes has got this contract. And he's, it means he's got options. And Trick is like, yeah, man, we like to keep our options open. Which means like, hey, maybe we could be a tag team champions because there's there's two of them. Out walk past everybody. Toxic attraction, meaning brunette Mandy Rose, mm. Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. As all of the guys are looking at them like, ooh. And... uh Trick Williams says, "Damn, I think he says that they're 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 attractive." Yeah, he says they're hot and fine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I've understood from this guy, <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, you're not wrong, Trick. Fucking <laughs> Trick, man. Ah, yeah. This one. This one. These guys are annoying. These are my new Casey and Caden. Carmelo and Trick? Yeah. Yeah, I can't say Trick has uh, delivered any treats yet. No. No. Well, get ready. (laughs) Dude, this feels like forever. (laughs) Are we done yet? You need a pack. Okay, we go to... Ikemanjiro. Ikemanjiro. He is not strong style. He's style strong is what he is. He says, everyone keeps asking him, Ikiman, what does Ikiman mean? He says, it means handsome man. And I am a handsome man. And then he's also saying, to be a handsome man, you got to have handsome jackets. And it cuts to him wearing all these different jackets with all these different colors, with special effects from Movie Maker 2000 with like, view, view, views, light lasers. Yeah. and He's just spinning around. Spinning everything. I definitely thought my... my uh, Indica was a sativa here. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> this is getting too wild. Uh, what did you think of the, the first part of Jiro's? Fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. Loved everything about it. This is exactly what we need more of. Um, and I can't wait to see him wrestle again. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to get more of these vignettes. Fant- brilliant. <laughs> want to see more jackets. Show me all the jackets. I thought we were going to get his life stories. Tell they- me again they- about... They that teased, Ikeman means handsome man. Yeah, they told us about. They told me about his life story. This wasn't his life story. No, it was he. He's handsome and he likes he's jackets. spinning and lasers and music. It made me laugh, but probably for the wrong reason. It's funny, but like just with everything else we've seen on this show, just ugh. <laughs> <laughs> we know he likes jackets. Like I didn't learn anything new about this. Yeah, guy. yeah. Well, we go to Toxic Attraction. They've gained a new name. Mm-hmm. Toxic Attraction, meaning. Brunette Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. But they lost their tainted love, sweet dreams. Yeah. Or what is it? Marilyn Manson well, that ripoff? was Gigi's, wasn't it? Yeah. Theme, I think. But this theme sucks. They, yeah, they should have kept they Gigi's kept that. theme for this because it was way better. Yeah, this theme's kind of soft. Um, so I thought you were going to say they lost the ability to talk as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Mandy Rose, sorry, Brunette Mandy Rose. She says, I came here to NXT. I came back to be your gift, your golden 
goddess. I realized this division needed me. They needed a woman who you will never be able to, to, to love, but only to look at, meaning all these people here. You'll never be with someone like me. Like one guy booed. There was just quiet. It yeah. was just got quiet. I don't think they knew how to react to this. Um, she says, when my face was broken and beaten and brutalized, I was a gif. I was everything. I was a joke to you people. But you didn't care about me. Just like you didn't care about Gigi and JC. They don't give a damn about us. So a beast is ready to be unleashed on your precious greatest women's division. It's me and these two baddies who are going to take over. Then Gigi Dolan grabs the mic. She says, chaos without purpose is an exit waiting to happen. Something like that. She says, we're not just pretty faces in the crowd. And JC grabs the mic and says, just like the rest of these broads <laughs> in the back. Jeez. She says, we, you've got another thing coming. Zoe and Eo." You have an ass-kicking coming. So toxic attraction, making themselves known here. This, I want to, like, I want this to be working so bad, but it definitely kind of felt like it fell flat a little bit. Maybe it's the crowd reaction. Mate, I didn't think Mandy sounded bad. I think, uh, I thought she was fine, and um, I think she's a good leader for this group, and I I think she could go far, because she impressed me in that tag match we saw last week. It, it did kind of just fall flat when Gigi and JC were talking. Um, I don't, I don't really like the we're hotter than everyone kind of thing they're essentially going for. Um, I think it's a bit dated. Um, but I, I do, I, I like, uh, this, like these girls style and I've liked what I've seen in ring. So I think this could work as a group, but this did feel like a very flat segment. Yeah. I want to like these, these, these three. And I, it was working last week. Yeah. It was the highlight probably for us last week. We were like, Oh, Burnett, Mandy Rose told the show, but here is like, ah, okay. Maybe it's confidence. Like Priscilla Kelly, sorry, uh, Gigi Dolan. I, I didn't think sounded very confident on the mic at all. Uh, JC was okay, um, but yeah, this segment really didn't do a whole lot for me. Well, they called out EO and Zoe, hmm. which we go to next, who were watching on TV. And EO says, I don't like them, so they're on next week, tag team titles on the line. And yeah. Zoe Stark is like, whoa, 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 hey, Zoe, uh, hey, whoa, uh, sorry, EO, Zoe says, EO, whoa, whoa, I thought we were a team, you know, uh, don't you think that we should talk about this and come to an agreement? What? You you like them? Well, 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 no. Okay. Well, then we'll fight them. <laughs> okay. This is when Persia walks in. Who? There you go. Yeah, Persia. You know from the bachelorette party. Oh yes, Indy's best friend. Yeah. She says, "Hey, Indy's not here. She's on her honeymoon. But when she gets back, she, I know she wants another shot at those tag titles. So you got to give us a shot." So uh, good luck next week as Persia walks off. You see, I think that's actually, of these new characters, Persia's been introduced quite well. We saw her at the, well, no, we saw her at the bachelorette party. They brought her in as, okay, well, we hear she's Australian. She talks about coming on this flight to go to Indy's wedding. 
she's then there at the wedding, and now with uh, with Indy away, she's challenging them to a tag match. You've established the friendship thing, and that's a good way of getting a new talent kind of mixed in with this crop of people we already know. For me, this wasn't as jarring as a lot of the others, and this is maybe what some of the others should have done, like gradually bleeding them in. Uh, and also quite... Um, I didn't realise how tall she was. I mean, I know Eo's not not crazy tall, and I don't yeah. think Zoe's particularly tall, but she looked huge here. Uh, so interested to see... Well, I know nothing about her, I don't think. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, was she on... Was she on that show we reviewed with Chris? It would have been a different name. I don't think so. No? No. She's from Australia and she's on, she's probably in the Indies with Indy. Yeah, that's the I, one I mean. Yeah, that. but I don't think I don't think so. I, she doesn't look familiar to me, but No? Okay. Um and her name's Persia. I mean, yeah, she could have changed her name, but yeah. Well, we go to you know, I liked I liked EO and Zoe better than I have before cuz it's to the point and EO was not like EO was like, "Hey, like I don't like them." I'll f- I want to fight. Yeah, that's all she needs to say. We get an advertisement for NXT UK, and I thought for a second. Yeah, sorry, this is Steph Delander. She was in Indy Hartwell's corner in the okay. match against Millie McKenzie we watched. Damn, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, NXT UK advertising Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Nathan Fraser? Nathan Fraser. No relation to Brendan Fraser? I knew the comeback was coming, but I didn't think Brendan Fraser would come back on NXT UK, which would make me watch it. But I don't see how he would fit in because I don't think he's from the UK. Brendan Fraser? He's technically, I think he's from Toronto. Spoilers, Ilya Dragunov's not from the UK. Walter's not from the UK. So you're saying Brendan has a chance? Brendan's got a chance. Anyone who's got two hands has a fighting chance (laughs) over in NXT UK is what you're saying. Absolutely. Wow. Imagine that. Seeing Brendan Fraser... In a in a, in a ring, UK person. ring. He he should be in a movie. He should like show up in heels or something. He, yeah. he's got wrestling. Like I'm sure he's a big fan. Yeah, are you? <laughs> no, I heard Brendan. I think Brendan Fraser is a big fan. Oh yeah, I bet he would be a wrestling fan. Has he been on Raw? Has Brendan Fraser been on Raw? Yeah. If he has, why have I not seen that? No, he's not been on Raw. Ben Stiller's been on like Raw or SmackDown. We talked about it recently. Yeah. But That's I don't. I can't. Nicholas Cage hasn't. But I know he's a big fan. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I can't see him doing any wrestling stuff. So Brendan Fraser's not a fan. No. Mm, interesting. You think if we had Brendan Fraser over, we would show him like Shingo Ishii? Oh, he'd love it. Yeah, he would. Yeah, like he'd it. be down. Yeah, he would be all right. Get some crush some beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still more, but it's almost over. It's the main event. We're getting there. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> main event tag team match. Champa. Braun Breaker, Pete Dunne, Ridge Holland. We have Champa and Pete start off. These two have history. They keep going at it with hold for hold. Actually, I was quite into the technical wrestling of these two. I just would like to see a singles match is probably where we're I going. I think we're getting there, yeah. yeah. We have Champa, who's tagging in and out with Braun Breaker, who I think he did this spot purposely. He, he tags in Braun, who's hitting a series of moves, and then tags back in Champa, who then hits a, like a, a bulldog. Like the Steiners. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's... Oh, all of his stuff is the Steiners. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, but Champa did it. Oh, Champa's doing so it? So I think oh, okay. he did it because he's in the ring with the, the Steiners. Steiners. So Pete's in now with Champa again. And he starts to come back and fucks up Champa's shoulder. And I mean, like, attacking it. He's stomping on it. He's working the fingers, bending it back. It looks pretty painful. 
Um, and Champa selling it pretty well. Champa comes back though with these punches and strikes, and then throws Pete on the outside into the commentary desk, just throwing him. And as they're throwing to break, it's Ridge who attacks him and throws him. Now it's chaos as they go to commercial. When we come back, we have Breaker in there who's hitting a bunch of like side belly to belly slams, belly to belly overhead, and then puts Pete Dunn in the Steiner recliner. Yeah. Or is it the breaker recliner? The, Just call him Rex Steiner. He's literally doing like he all looks the like shit. a Steiner. He's dressed like a Steiner. He's doing Steiner moves. He should have the. He the, sounds like a Steiner. He should have the sirens in the music. Yeah. Like why not? Yeah. Fuck. Bizarre. Yeah. Anyways, he's he's doing the Steiner recliner and Pete's selling it like he's gonna su- tap out here. Good for Pete. Look, I believed it. I was like, yeah, it didn't look as like. Powerful, you know, but mm-hmm. I was like, this would be cool. And Pete eventually does get out of it and grabs the fingers. So Pete breaks Breaker's Break fingers. fingers. <laughs> Breaker's fingers, right? Yeah. yeah, something like that. He breaks Breaker's fingers, starts beating him up, does more of the shoulder stomp. That's when he tags in Ridge, who hits the Alabama slam with Pete kicking him in the head at the same time. Combo, but Champa breaks the pin up at two. This is when Ridge and Braun, the two big lads are in the ring face-to-face. They're giving it e- each other these clotheslines and strikes. There's, there's I think, Pete who's going for the, the baton, the stick. The truncheon. Yeah, but Kyle O'Reilly comes out and takes it from Ridge, who he's taken aback by this. He's shocked. There's chaos in the ring, and Pete's trying to get the stick now. Kyle does smack him. Yeah, he hits him with it. Well. Yeah, he hits him with it. He goes back in the ring. Pete gets sent out by Champa, who takes care of him, leaving Breaker and Ridge. And somehow, some way, Braun Breaker does a military press on Ridge Holland, turns it into that power slam move, and it is over as Braun Breaker pins Ridge Holland. That move is very impressive, but on a guy like Ridge the Holland, size of Ridge, whew, yeah, damn, uh, I am impressed by Braun Breaker. Yeah, I think they've done. A really good job with him in these last two weeks in showcasing him and uh i actually really enjoyed this match the stuff between pete and uh and champa was great as you'd expect but the big lads going at it as at it as well was pretty entertaining there were some really nice suplexes in there from both guys like they were throwing each other around and and uh got pretty stiff as well with some uh like a bit of a forearm exchange and the the bit where they're both just clubbing each other's chest um felt like you know big lads g1 kind of stuff like the the heavy hitting yeah um i do definitely think they bought it for this main um it didn't save the show for me no uh because i'm used to seeing more quality matches on nxt but uh I will say I think they're doing a good job with Ron Breaker, and I I do see big things for him in this company. When they change his name to Steiner, yeah, Rex Steiner, he'll be a huge thing in wrestling, yeah, for sure. Uh, they need to change the name; it's such a silly name. Mm. I don't understand. <laughs> he's great. He looks cool. Yeah, he sounds like an old school wrestler. Looks like an old school wrestler. I guess he's got a dumb wrestling name, but yeah. change it back and he'll be money, man. Don't he needs to do the bulldog. He needs to do the what the one guy has them up on the top. I mean, we've seen before where um His they shoes. give them a different like Charlotte, they they've gone back and forth with distinct I know it's weird timing talking about this, but distancing her from 
Rick. Like right. in, in NXT, there was a big part where they kind of very much removed that. And right. then it's like, okay, she's her own person now, so we can yeah. put the flair thing on her. Right. You could see this. Maybe it's just trying to get him to uh, be a bit of his own character, but then he's doing all the Steiner stuff anyway. So I don't know. Just call him Steiner. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, but uh, he, he does, he does impress no, no lie. So I could see him being a WWE star definitely yep. for sure. Uh, but that was NXT as they celebrate it's breaker and Champa celebrating as he's, he hands Champa the title, but he's like reluctant to do it. And he's looking at it. And then he just Champa's, keeps staring at Champa's like, oh, I'll take that. And holds it up as they celebrate here. Yeah. And then Champa, as he's kind of raising Breaker's hand, he's giving him the, the glance as well. Yeah. Like, I see what you're doing, yeah. kid. Which one's going to throw the other into the Titantron first? I don't know. Champa. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> After the credits roll. Yeah. Yeah. That's NXT from September 21st, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, overall, this was definitely the 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 relaunch, the rebrand, the rebrand, rebrand, rebrand of NXT that we kind of thought. Like last week, yeah, we got a, a bit of it, but this week definitely, it felt it felt very different for me. It, it did for me too. Um, I hope they find a balance. Um, I don't mind seeing new people. I think NXT we've. We've said it always used to be people would graduate and then you get a new class and stuff. And that's what kept it fresh. And it hasn't done that for a while. So it is cool seeing some new people. But the, the new people you've got are very green at this point, both on the mic, in their character development and in ring. You've got to mix it up more. You've got to have more veteran segments yeah. uh, to carry the show and have one or two of these younger guys yeah these newer guys um it was too much and it made it a very weak show overall it was it felt very weak it felt very like the old school mentality of okay squash match squash match get the character over character vignettes character this character that it didn't feel like it was the old nxt that we knew trying to have just really good matches and every like it didn't feel like so much more happened i mean look look, we've gone i know we we talked for a while at the beginning here but we've gone longer than we normally do on these shows because there was just so much there was so much of it and it felt like it felt like it was three hours and it was two um this show needs to go back to one hour if it's going to continue like this because i do not see myself watching two hours and can't do it it broke me man if this is the show like yeah they need to cut it down because there's no way it's it's a lot of just okay next filler thing next filler thing people practicing their promos on tv yeah uh obviously they're doing the taped format they're going to be every so often taped every so often live what are they going to do for a takeover that's not a thing you will not sell me on a takeover you will tarnish that name of what well, it was takeover is just going to be there it's just going to be they're not doing arenas anymore th- yeah i guess so it's not just going to be here it's just going to be these little takeovers with what braun breaker champa like yeah it's just it's not it's not going to be the same at all. So yeah, everything has changed, and all your cool indie guys are on in AEW, mm. essentially. And Johnny and Champa are here. So yeah, <laughs> it's totally a different show. I felt this vibe today where I was like, oh, this segment, oh, this segment, and then at the end of the show, I was like, man, I felt like I was sitting down for four hours, yeah, almost, and it was two. Um, definitely a step down from what they had been doing from the past few years. I definitely. As, as both of us who've just done this show, watching this every week, going to takeovers and seeing how big this brand got and how popular it got to see it regress this way is kind of like, 
ah, it's a it's a bit of a shame. And it's sad because you know WWE isn't a company that really listens no. to the fans either. So it would be nice if if they're aware of these criticisms that they can find a bit of a balance with this and make this show work. Uh, but it's not off to a good start. It'll it'll work eventually because that's what happened with NXT. Like they found their main WWE stars because these guys got built up, like your Rusevs and mm. stuff that they eventually took and ruined on the main roster, anyways. But yeah. like maybe they're changing the direction in how they create these stars, as they say. Where yeah, you're meant to be in developmental for a year or two, and then you move up because that's that's what this is. Yeah, like people don't play on these feeder farm teams in hockey or baseball forever. Well, they some do, but. Eventually, they gotta go. So they they gotta go. Either you know, shit or get off the pot. So yeah. having a developmental show that was just the hot indie guys, I guess, wasn't what they wanted to do anymore. Which is unfortunate for us as fans who've kind of stuck by the show for quite a while. But watching this one was the first time in a very long time where I was like, "Whew, boy, not looking forward to watching this every week." <laughs> <laughs> so we still will. Because we always say we're your NXT friends, and damn, we we love to try to be positive. And I know, you know, we we probably didn't sound too positive on this show, but wow, it could turn around. Fuck, I enjoyed Raw yesterday. Anything can happen. Anything can Anything happen. Anything can happen. That's right. Wrestling's cyclical, you know. That's right. But hey, there's different types of wrestling. There's your Raw, your SmackDown. Finn Balor's fighting Roman. Yeah, that sounds wild. The Demon. Yeah, they said, look, you're in developmental again. You need to move up. We need to stop this. Go do that on the... Oh, he's the demon, though. He's the demon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got AEW. You can watch New Japan, the G1. You can watch Stardom. You can watch all these things. Yeah. You can watch all these things. You can also listen to us talk about these things every week. We'll still be doing NXT. We'll still be doing AEW Dynamite. Those are free on this very feed. Uh, we'll do a BD Elite live from New York somewhere this mm-hmm. week sometime. Um, listen to Shot in the Dark on this feed as well. We've also got B Detroit and John Ceno reviewing Heels, their latest episode of Turning Heels, where they're talking about episode six, which uh, is is up on this feed already. That drops every Monday. Am, am I wrong? Or I'm hearing that Heels actually does the plane ride from hell storyline. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't which know that. Which is oddly strange considering this episode just came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's like a character that does some things okay on a plane interesting yeah very strange uh that the timing I, I yeah mean. um so listen to that turning heels Sino and b detroit covering that show it's a great companion piece if you watch the show and then listen to the episodes that's for free but of course you want to hear more well we got a patreon all these shows the retro nxt reviews we just kicked off the Sami Zayn cesaro feud in 2013 oh, yes. so the was next going forward are gonna be fire yeah the good era bo dallas era oh yeah Biggie's our champ, but Bo's gunning for that title. He is. There's a battle royal coming up. That's right. Anyone could win. Anyone. Could. Anyone named Bo could win that. Yeah, you got a Bo leave. Yeah, yeah, when NXT was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go check us out. Patreon.com slash up next for all the retro NXT movie reviews, all that stuff. We're working on the October schedule, but we're going to have some fun in, in New York for AEW Dynamite. Um, check out the socials and stuff if you're going to be in the area to, to hang out with us. And uh, yeah. But before we go, let's hear what you thought of this oh, week's NXT. I was signing uh, off. I, I figured know. no one watched it. We uh, do leave feedback up on the Facebook page, the Up Next group, uh, and the uh, Post Wrestling Forum. Uh, so sign up to our socials. I was ready to go. Group. I was done. <laughs> we'll start with Magan, who says, seeing so many newer faces at a time isn't helping. It's like throwing wads of gum to the wall to see what sticks. 
I find it egregious that Roddy and Kushida didn't get 15 minutes to put on a decent match. I get that it'll take time for this iteration of NXT to find its footing, but I don't want to have to suffer through it. We go to Corey, who writes in, Woo boy, they are throwing in way too many new people at once. Also, Toxic Attraction just cannot cut a promo to save their lives. That promo from them was completely and utterly abysmal. Even the main roster stuff is light years ahead of the Toxic Attraction stuff. Um, he says, battered and beaten, really? And then you had Mandy trying to get the crowd to chant what at them, and it didn't work. What was the point of that? Good Lord, Toxic Attraction is a train wreck. Oh, boy. Not a fan. Corey. We go to Dylan, who says, my one gripe with this show is how short most of the matches were. They're trying to get tons of new faces in at once, so I hope this is a temporary measure to get us familiar with as many people as possible at once. Opening promo did a great job mixing the new talent with the ones we already knew. Smart stuff. Cruiserweight title match was good fun, but should have gone longer in my opinion. What could have been takeover quality was instead just a good TV match. Happy for Roddy regardless. Joe Gacy's gimmick seems to be leaning more into his namesake. John Wayne Gacy was a serial killer who was known to the public as a clean-cut man who did tons of charity through civic organizations. I think the darker side of Gacy will emerge soon. Okay, that's kind of cool. Main event was good fun. Super happy Kyle O'Reilly hasn't been re- relegated down the card. I certainly had those fears. Bron ba- Breaker is a genetic freak, just like his old man and his uncle. Dude's got serious potential. This was a good show tonight, but with the amount of stuff they put out, they needed two hours. Hopefully, the frantic pace slows down as we settle into the new era. Did you notice um, Bron Breaker on his boots? He's got, like, his dad bite me. Oh, really? Dog face gremlin stuff. And I see here, uh, is it JV writes in, the parking lot strikes again. Kind of. Someone was attacking I the parking lot. It's, it's it. still true. Yeah, it's yeah. rude. Yeah. Oh, and also Chuck writes in who says, Gigi is the goat. Ah, right. Not sure what he means. Yeah. But. He's a fan of Gigi Dolan. Yeah, big fan. So that was your, your uh, thoughts on NXT 2.0 here tonight. Just an epic show that it took place tonight. And uh, I already saw, I was signing off. So. Hey, there was a lot to talk about. There was. Yeah. There was a lot to talk about. we well, got to go pack. we got to go pack. Uh, we uh, hope you like listening to us talk about NXT and all that stuff. Um, in a world of wrestling that uh, can sometimes upset us as fans, just be kind to another. Yeah. Yeah. The world's got to change. And we need, some, we need to be more like Joe Gacy and just... Be woke. Be woke. More like Ted. <laughs> uh, be more like Ted Lasso is what we want to say. Uh, yeah. Um, if you got anything out of this show, we love you. We love all you people. Be nice to people. It's yeah. the only way. We're only on this planet for so many rotations. So enjoy it. Sure. Life's, you, you okay. Life's a garden. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray. D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. At Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow every like, RT, all that shit. We'll see you in New York. We'll see you in New York. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And get the fuck out, Steve. Fuck off, Steve. Ahoy!
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delsey luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you won't want to miss this week. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today.